here's my favorite one. This took me a long time to figure this out. Um, as you know, the rotating label, we were selling millions, hundreds of millions. We won all these awards. It was everywhere. And um, I, I got, we had licensed it, sub-licensed it to two companies, one in Japan and one in Northern Ireland. And the one from Northern Ireland, the company was called Kindleworth. I got a notice from Kindleworth that, hey, Lego would like to use your spin label on a new product called Bionicles. And I was pretty excited about that. I mean, who wouldn't be? It's like, got a toy? I mean, I could see it on spices. I could see it maybe on some other applications, but on the toy, how they find me? Fantastic, I'm in. So I, they signed an NDA and they sent over the artwork and my office built the first samples of a rotating label on Bionicles. And uh, that was about the time where I said, I'm gonna take off for a while and just walked out of the office. And <laughs> it was like, I'm gone, I'm gonna go have a good time for six months. So I, that's what I did. And um, I didn't think twice about it. Didn't really follow up on it, didn't really care about it. And sure enough, coming back six months, I, I get back and and sure enough, my son loves Legos and there's a, a, he was having a party and someone, he opened a present and there was Legos and he turned the label and it was spinning. I was um, pretty shocked. You can go to the gallery again. I don't need to look at it too much here. So um, we, had, um, I was, I was, I was like, I think every inventor, I felt violated. I felt, how could this good, good company, toy company do this to me? I had patents. They signed an NDA. I made samples. I had a paper trail. I had everything, and they did this to me. So I looked at it very carefully, sent it over to my attorneys. Uh, long story short, I figured out how they manufactured it, and I took them to the federal court. Okay, and that's a really long process. And I would not wish that on anybody. Um, but I do know it's probably one of the best experiences I could have possibly had being an inventor. I didn't feel that way at the time. I feel that way now. So, uh, I mean, you know, Stephen Key, you know, design versus Lego in federal court was a little daunting, the whole thing was. Um, but sure enough, I got through it. We settled two weeks before I went to trial. And I went on my business. They stopped producing it. And um, I didn't think too much about it after that. Until later, thinking about the whole process, much, much later, I realized maybe that wasn't the correct thing to do. Now, I felt at the time that if I didn't defend my patents in federal court, how would anybody else pay me? That's what I was thinking. That I would say, you know, hey, if they're not, if they're not, if you're, if they're not paying royalties, why am I paying your royalties? That's what I thought. Um, but looking closer to it, there's something that I just didn't grasp. 
because three years and a lot of time, a lot of pain is a lot to go through. But looking back, I wouldn't probably have sued them today because they didn't hurt my business. See, they didn't damage my business at all because the technology that they used was really, really slow, awful. No other company on the planet would have done it the way they were doing it. And I hadn't thought about it that way. You see the rotating label, the difficulty with selling even more rotating labels was that the machine was expensive and it had to run really fast. Because if you're gonna put it on a Coke or a Pepsi or, or whatever, it had to run so fast. This machine was so slow, no company on the planet would have wanted it. <laughs> Holy smokes, why didn't I think about that at the time? I got too emotional with it, okay? And, and um, could I have avoided that? Yeah, would I, I wouldn't have had the experience to talk about it, I know that. I know the experience is worth a lot to me now because I learned a lot about patents. I learned a lot about how to file intellectual property that has value. I learned a lot about workarounds and variations. I learned that the game that's being played and without that experience, I wouldn't be able to talk about it. So there's a lot of value now, but knowing what I know now, I would not have done it because it really wasn't hurting me because it all comes down to speed and manufacturing and cost and all the things that they really have to do with business, not patents. There's the difference. And that's why I'm talking a lot about intellectual property that has value in the marketplace, not trying to protect it in court. So that was um, a pretty painful experience. <laughs> Woo! Won't do that again, hopefully, anytime soon. All right, let's go to another pain. Do I have another pain in there? I think I'm done with them. Am I done? <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, jeez. Okay. What else do we have lined up for me? Uh, I just rejoined Stephen, and the second I'm rejoining, you're saying I didn't hear what you said, and you're like, "Don't tell him. Don't don't nobody tell him what I said." I'm like, <laughs> "Okie dokie." <laughs> <laughs> well, Andrew, uh, you, you'll have to hear it later. Mm -hmm.